Hello and welcome to another episode of Family Juggles. If you are not mad juggling this week, I want to be you. So if you are anything like me, you are probably running around like a chicken with their head cut off. I feel like I'm being pulled in a million different directions and I don't even know anymore. I don't even know which way I should be going, but I have a hundred different projects going on at the same time. And I always have the tendency to take on more. I don't want to say more than I can handle because I get it done, but definitely requires like late nights, early mornings. I am using every minute of the day. And that's really not what I should be doing. So let me just start by saying that I have been incredibly busy at work. So I work at a church. And as you can imagine, the birth of Jesus is a big deal. So we have a ton of different things that need to fall into place, like perfectly. Every year it's hectic around this time and you can feel attention there because we all know that we have this big event coming up. It always works out and everything is always great, but there is the whole thing of leading up to that. It's a busy time. And then I have my photography business that just literally seemed to explode this month. Normally, just to give you a little bit of perspective, I only schedule one photo shoot a weekend. And I have been doing that, I don't know, for about a year. And it's perfect. It gives me one weekend to be with my family, to work on my furniture pieces, to get other stuff around the house done. And then I go to the photo shoot, which generally lasts an hour. It's not too long. But for every photo shoot that I do, it's probably for a full session, it's probably about three hours, if not more, of editing. So the photo shoot isn't the hard part. It's the editing. So tell me why, instead of just sticking to my rule, I have taken on everyone. Is it because I want to prove that I can do it? I don't know. I love taking on new clients because I love meeting people and I have made really great friends through my photography. People that were clients and have become friends. I mean, that's just one of the reasons that I do what I do. I love meeting new people. I love brushing up on my skills and learning. Taking pictures allows me to do that. So I'm not complaining, but I think I might have over. I mean, if you ask my husband and my kids, they'll tell you, you overdid it. So not only am I doing my regular one photo shoot, I am doing two, three, four, five. I even had a weekend where I had six. Since November, I have been doing these photo shoots every weekend. And I still, even after Christmas, I have photo shoots. It is absolutely insane. I am trying to get them all done by Christmas because I know a lot of people want them for Christmas. But when you work full time and then you're spending your weekends shooting, when the heck are you supposed to edit? So a lot of late nights and a lot of early mornings, but I am going to get it done. So... Being so busy with work and the photography, it's really hard to kind of focus on being in the Christmas spirit. 
I have been so busy that I have had to hire someone to come wrap my Christmas presents. What? Is that even a thing? (laughs) I remember when I told Christian about it, I was like, hey, I think I need to hire someone to come wrap these gifts. He's like, do it. So I hired this lady and she said that she could wrap about 15 gifts an hour, which dang, that's pretty fast. I can't wrap no 15 gifts an hour. But it turns out it was really more like 15 gifts in two hours. Maybe my gifts were particularly big. I don't know. But yes, she came. She brings her own supplies. She charged me $30 an hour. And it's great. Stuff got done, right? I still have some more presents I need to wrap. And I'm just going to have to do those because being the planner that I am, I decided it would be a great idea to start shopping early. That way I could avoid, you know, the December holiday rush. And since August, guys, since August, I have been buying Christmas presents. Like, what kind of crazy lady am I? So not only since August, I've had to store these things. I am finding presents in the strangest places because I forget where I put stuff. But I forget what I buy. So I'm pulling out stuff. I'm like, holy cow, I didn't even know I bought this. Or I forgot I bought this. So my kids now have double the gifts I usually buy. And I have spent double the amount of money. I do not recommend this unless you have a great inventory. But yes, I will not be doing this next year. Because while I like to think that I'm ahead of the game, I think I just dug myself deeper in the hole. Not only financially, because now I spend twice as much. But now I have to wrap all these things, right? So luckily my wrapper came and helped. But I still have stuff to do. At some point before Christmas, I need to wrap. So there's that. Can you relate to this chaos? So also I want to do like gingerbread houses with the kids and watch some Christmas movies. So I got to squeeze this in. So I'm hoping that today is my last day of editing or big editing. I could still do minimal editing. But for the next few days, I am going to focus on the family. I'm going to spend some time with them and have some great memories. Another thing I wanted to talk about is two weeks ago, I had my annual favorite things party. And this party is a ladies only event. And it is so much fun. I have such a great time planning it. And the party itself is so much fun. This year was a little bit strange because of COVID. I could not invite as many women as I normally do. Normally, I invite about 35 ladies. And on some years, I have had them bring a friend. This is a great way to meet other women that are around your age and who may have similar interests. Most of them are juggling work, children, and their personal lives. It's a great way to meet new people. I know that I love these parties for that reason. I am not an extrovert by any means. And making friends, especially the older you get, is hard. You get to meet people that you probably otherwise wouldn't meet. And so I ask all my ladies to bring a wrapped gift. And this can't just be like any gift. It has to be a gift that you really, really love. My whole thought with that is, if you really love it, chances are someone else is going to love it too. I wanted to do this party because I remember being younger and watching Oprah 
and she used to have that episode in December close to Christmas about her favorite things. And she would gift to her audience members like crazy cool things that she loved. Sometimes it was as simple as a book. And sometimes it was a car. Like you get a car, you get a car. Everyone gets a car. I am not gifting cars, guys. (laughs) Just FYI. So I really always wanted to be a part of that audience. I never was. But anyway, this is like a tiny, 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 tiny little fraction of that. Normally, I invite about 35 women. And this year, I only invited 17. I wanted to keep it small to keep everyone comfortable. And I wanted to do it outside. I knew that all 17 were not going to go. I think the rule that we have going here is about 40% of the people that you invite will not go during these COVID times. I knew my number would be much smaller. I had 11 people RSVP. So I went with that. I got party favors, food for 11. Everything was planned out. But the day of, I had so many cancellations that I remember thinking, if one more person cancels, I'm just going to cancel the event. And there really was not another weekend that I could have moved it to. So I couldn't like postpone the event because every weekend in December, I have something going on. There was no way I could just move the date. It was literally a cancel type of thing. And as soon as I said that, maybe five minutes later, my sister sends me a text. Hey, I'm not going to be able to make it. So I was like, oh my gosh, that's it. I'm done. Anyways, I talked to her and she came, but it was crazy. I mean, and everyone had like a legitimate reason not to come. And it's it's okay. You know, it's okay if you don't come. But, you know, when you put in so much work into a party, you want everyone to have a good time. And I think everyone did have a good time. We had eight people. So definitely, definitely a lot smaller than my usual crowd. But it was really fun. And it was way more intimate The ladies really got to talk to one another and the gifts were really cute. Um, We had some really, really, really nice things. I got a bottle of wine and some Kate Spade socks and some really, really pretty Christmas wine glasses and this beautiful box. And so the way we do the exchange is kind of the white elephant style. So you do not bring a white elephant gift. But we do draw numbers and number one will take a gift and then number two can steal number one's gift or go get their own gift and so on and so on. So you are able to steal the gift. Hopefully everyone gets something they like. But in the case that you don't, this year I did say if you would like to trade your gift, you can raise your hand and if anyone else is willing to trade, you guys can trade amongst yourselves. That was the first year I did that, and it worked out because they did have two people that were willing to trade, and they swapped their gifts, and it was fine. So after we do the exchange, we go around the room, and everyone says, you know, why they brought the gift that they brought. I mean, why is it your favorite thing? And this is always so neat because it could be something super simple. I had someone bring stress-free bubble baths, some bath bombs, cozy socks. And her reason was, I just love this stuff because it's really me time when I'm doing this. It helps me relax. And when you're crazy busy and you get this me time, it's fantastic. So she really wanted just to share that. 
And it's just super cool to see what people bring. And some things are really unique and some things are like cozy PJs. Although I did have this rule. I don't think I really implemented it this year, but in years past, I have said no clothes or shoes just because you don't know who the recipient will be. So who knows if it's going to fit and having to deal with gift receipts and all that. Sometimes it's just easier to avoid clothes and shoes. I personally love to gift personalized items. I like journals with your name on it or pens, necklaces with your name on it. But because I don't know who is going to get my gift, I can't really do that. This year, my gift was so I have been trying to buy local just to support, you know, local businesses. And I found this lady who makes the cutest leather feathery earrings and she dips them in color and the leather is different color and they're just so pretty. It's definitely a statement piece because they're long. Well, she makes short ones and long ones, but they're really, I mean, they're really nice and they're handmade and I just really like the quality. So I bought a pair of these earrings and then I bought a stand for earrings and I just thought it was the cutest little gift. We have ladies that bring just super cute things. And this year was kind of funny. We had one gal who wrapped her gift. It looked like a five-year-old had done it, but that was part of the thing. Like, Ooh, I hope no one picks my gift or you're going to think it's like a really like trashy gift because the wrapping looks so awful but it was really cute it had a whole bunch of like makeup stuff in there and lotions and face masks so yeah it's just a lot of fun and it's a great way to meet people there is quite a bit of planning that goes into this favorite things party i have everyone bring a dish it's kind of funny but last year i had everyone who brought a gift it was something sweet so we had cookies cakes Everything sweet galore. So the year before that, everyone brought salty. So this year, what I did is I had half the girls who RSVP'd. If your name starts from A through L, please bring something sweet. And M through Z, please bring something salty. And that definitely worked because we had a good variety this year. We had sweet and salty, which is nice. With my invite, so my invite changes every year. And if if you know me, you know that I love cardstock invites. I do my Christmas cards on cardstock. That's a whole thing too. And then my invitations are on cardstock. So it starts with the invite. And then I also do party favors. Last year, I did leathery earrings. This year, I did scarves that were wrapped in this like cute little sticker thing that says thank you for coming please stay warm i try to get all christmasy colors like reds and greens and whites i think i had some blues in there too but it's kind of hard trying to find a gift that 30 women would like you know what do you get so i try to find something that's functional and something that you will use every day i may hit or miss it i don't know but i think they're cute and i hope that whoever receives them thinks they're cute too Hopefully, this is a tradition that I can continue doing. I think for the time being, I'll do it, but it's a lot of work, but it's a lot of fun. So I think the good kind of outweighs the hard with that. I want to kind of touch base with my Christmas cards. So normally, I get my family Christmas card picture taken early November, and this year we didn't do it until late November. 
I usually sent out my cards from a lab and get them printed. So the whole process takes maybe about two weeks. And I wasn't able to submit my card in because this year I used a photographer to take our picture. And the turnaround time was kind of intense. So it took a really long time to get the pictures back. And by the time I got my picture, I did not have time to send it out to the lab to get it printed. It was break a 10-year tradition of Christmas cards or find something that does it same day. I really, really didn't want to use regular paper Christmas card. I did. I, I'm a snob with paper. So CVS does same day cardstock pictures. So I got super excited. I printed a whole bunch and it was same day, but because I placed my order so late, they really weren't available until the next day. And when I picked them up, it was just like, my heart hurt because you could tell, you could tell they were printed like from like, a, ugh, I don't even want to talk about it. So anyway, yes, I'm not very happy with my Christmas cards this year. The picture looks great in person or like whatever. It looks great not on the Christmas card because the printing quality was awful. I am convincing my family to take Christmas pictures for next year, this year. That way we can just knock it out of the water right now. You won't even have to think about it next year because, hey, guess what? It's done. So I think I may be able to get away with that, but I haven't gotten everyone on board. They find family picture time pretty torturous as it is. So we'll see where that goes. But anyway, so as you can see, I have a lot going on and I wanted to talk about how do you handle it when you are being literally pulled in every direction. You cannot do it all. And that is one thing that I've had to learn. You can't do it all as much as you want to. There's just no way. There's only one of you and 5 million projects going on. So how do you decide what you are going to do? How do you decide what you're not going to do? You know, what gives? Something that I have done that works well is I make lists. I make a to-do list of everything that I need to get done or that I would like to get done because not everything gets done. And then I kind of go through the list and give priority to the things that are really important. Like, hey, this really needs to get done. And I take it from there. For me, I have to write stuff down. My calendar is a pen and paper calendar. I could never do a digital calendar. For me, it really becomes engraved when I write it down. Writing down my to-do list is almost essential for me. You may be different. You may be able to just put it in your mind and it might be good to go. But for me, having just that visual representation there is is big time for me. So I go through my list, I circle things that really need to get done, and I focus on those. And if I have extra time to do the extra things, that's just a bonus. I'm interested to know like what you do to get yourself organized. How do you manage to do everything when you have so many different projects going on? This is, this is just work-related stuff. I have my children, obviously, and Isabella is turning 16 in about 10 days. And, you know, 
we have doctor's appointments. Alex is taking allergy shots. The dogs, there's just so much going on every single day. It's just something. And it's important to remember that it is okay to give yourself grace. And if there's ever a year when something's not going to be perfect, let it be 2020, right? Like if it's going to go down, let it be this year. Because it is just a year to make sure you offer yourself grace and that things can be not perfect and you will be okay. So just keep doing what you're doing. Do your best every single day. And at the end of the day, make sure you are happy and that you are taken care of. Because when you have you covered, you're able to care for others. So I hope that you have a great Christmas and that you are able to get everything that you want done. Have a great week and don't struggle with the juggle.